Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Bones, and I'm joined as always by Cat and Rob. What's going on, guys? How much? I am extremely tired and a little grumpy. Ah, so everything's normal. It's great. It's going to be a fun show, guys. Yeah, there you go. Tell them right off the bat, Rob. There you go. Way to reel them in. Just laying it out there, that's all. There you go. Um, you know what? I'm going to get my sound effects open because I can just feel one come along. <laughs> for you, so. I don't think that's going to be necessary. Mm, I do. Anyways, what the hell did we do last week? Uh, oh, the hatchet thing. Yeah, yeah, hatchet. Mm, that was a fun episode. Um, we did a watch along for hatchet, which... I mean, by the time you're hearing this episode, it's going to be long gone, which is more of a reason for you guys follow us on Twitter. We are going to be doing a watch along of Willie's Wonderland this weekend. Maybe I might have to cut this out if I get busy. But uh, yeah, that that's going to be fun. You guys need to follow us on Twitter because these watch parties are going to be they're a good old time. Yeah, they, that was fun. We had some people in there. Ghost joined us for a little while. Um, Chris was there. I are Chris. Yes. Demonic taint. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Nesto was in the chat. Yeah, your sock buddy. Yeah, sock buddy Nesto. So yeah, that was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was. Um, yeah. So keep your follow us on Twitter, guys, and keep your eyes out for that stuff because we did have a nice, you know, decent little crowd for a spur of the moment thing. It was a decent little crowd. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you have to deal with Rob, but you know, so do we. So they love it. Mm. Anyway, guys, we have a voicemail for this week. It seems to be a little bias. I'm just going to start out with saying that. Is it Roger? No, it's not oh. Roger. Although the investigation is still ongoing for Roger. The Oompa Loompas are hard, hard at work. The Slasher Radio investigation team fan side is involved. The Oompa Loompas have reported through Morse code that they have a lead. And it wasn't fully translated, but it's either they have a lead or they shave their balls with Manscaped. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what they said, but there's green hair everywhere. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> what if you had ever had a deal with green hair being everywhere? <laughs> um, anyway. It was a whole it, it was a whole role playing with the Grinch thing. You don't want to hear about it. Holy oh, no. <laughs> uh, see, see? Sweet Jesus. I knew it. I knew one was coming. All right, so go, you can call the show. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. You can leave a voicemail. You can send a text message. Anything horror-related, anything related to the show. Uh, if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. I don't have this up again. God damn it. Oh, yeah, I do. Wow, look at that. I was more prepared than I thought. Wonderful. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this is the voicemail we have for this week. Hello? 
Hi there. Um, I've been listening for a while now, and um, I think you, you guys are just great. You know, the addition of cat has just been genius. That was just a genius, genius move. And you two other guys are fine. Um, if I had a suggestion for the show, <clears throat> one thing is I would like to hear an episode just on on horror trope. You know, which ones work, which ones don't, which ones are old, or are there any new ones? And the other thing is, um, if you guys would tweet out the movie like a day or so before it comes out so that those of us who like to know what's going on can watch the movie first so that we have more insight when you guys are talking. So that's, I guess, all I have to say. Thank you, guys. You guys are doing great. Keep it up. Didn't even mention Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I know. Very disappointed, Cat's mom. We love hearing from you, but damn, no Cabin in the Woods, nothing. No slander. Well, I will say, she, she, little tells slanders. Me, she, she tells me about five times a week that uh, we need to start tweeting out the movies in advance. And she, this She's is right. coming from someone who asks me at least double that what movie we're doing next week. <laughs> No, oh, so she's more on top of shit than we are. Oh, wow, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, and a, a lot of the time she'll be like, what movie do I need to be watching? And it's like, I don't even know yet. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it. <laughs> a little uh, peel back the curtain moment. Uh, we usually just message each other around Wednesday in the group chat. So what are we doing this week? <laughs> yeah, we, we are doing a show this week, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that still a thing? <laughs> she is right. And you know what? Miss Cat's mom. <laughs> I, I actually tweeted about Hatchet when it came when it was a little before it was coming out and you are right she is right i mean usually way back in the day we would have stuff planned and that went out the window very quickly and so yeah it is true because you know what when we do do things like i think the platform is a good example where you know like i feel bad giving spoilers but like our shtick is like casual conversation with our viewers about these things so how do we not you know yeah. And also, uh, Mrs. Valor, you could um, follow us on Twitter and join one of our watch parties if you'd like. And then you can converse with us during the movie. That's always fun. Uh, Rob's going to get cursed out during the movie. This is great. <laughs> and we're just fine, Rob. You hear that? Yeah, I know. Yeah, just fine. We're just, we're just the garnish to cat steak, apparently. <laughs> Her well done <laughs> steak. Well done steak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh man, I don't like I, I I know how Rob feels now almost kind of. <laughs> the hell is that? Yeah, ain't so nice, is it over here on this side of the fence? No, it sucks. I want to go back so badly. I'm gonna click my heels together three times, see what happens. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, that was the cat. I love that we heard from your mom, but I was yeah. really expecting like bloodshed. I don't know why. Um <laughs> my mom's a very nice person. I have very nice parents. They don't know what is wrong with me that's hilarious <laughs> you can tell she was nice by the way it started when she's like hello there <laughs> yeah yeah that was the nicest voicemail we've ever received it uh, even though me and rob caught the backhand of compliment even but, though yeah. did just yeah. fine but even that was it was still the nicest one yeah well i, I don't you know roger was pretty is, nice she wasn't she listened to one episode that i was in i don't even remember uh which one came out first because i know we aired them out of order but yeah, she listened to one and then and she had only nice things to say. And then she listened to the Cabin in the Woods episode, which I told her not to do because uh, I knew it's going to make me mad. And I was like, I don't want to be mad at these guys. 
And now you <laughs> I don't are. Want to be mad at Mikey. Uh, but she listened anyway because I told her not to. And then I heard about it for like the next week. <laughs> but the Cabin in the Woods thing has been. I think we've got a special it. guest for our Cabin in the Woods episode. Oh, God. <laughs> There'll be bloodshed there because you know what? Damn it. Mrs. Cat's mom, it's great hearing from you. But damn it, I stand by what I said. Cabin in the Woods. And it sucks because I'm kind of standing alone on this island. But. I stand by it, and guess what? We're gonna do that. We're gonna revisit that one again, and I'm gonna say the same shit I said before. So we're gonna be ready to go. You know, it's kind of cool though, as as a little sidebar, guys. That uh, we're now that you know, Cat's here and Rob's here full time now. And don't you mouth off to me, or I'm gonna slap you right in your penis. Um, <laughs> that we're getting to revisit these things. Like Jason takes Manhattan was a revisit. Oh uh, yeah, thank God we got to yeah. revisit that, Jim. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, what the hell else? We did a, another revisit. Uh, Scream Four was a revisit, which, by the way, I forgot to bring up uh, when we recorded that. The last time we did Scream Four, it was me, Dismay, and I don't remember if Bobby was on that specific episode. She shit on it too, so it's like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't. I we didn't shit on it. We just said it's not as good as Scream Two. Yeah, what's going on is you. We've covered a movie that I liked, but you got me on the defensive about it because I I felt like I had to defend Scream Two. You guys shit on it. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to it yet, right? You definitely. I know what shit not it sounds like because I'm about to do it shortly. But what? <laughs> no, you're not. There's no way. A million percent. Everyone no, loves no, this no, movie. No, 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 no. Everyone loves. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So that that was awesome. We heard from Cat's mom. Mom, if you want to complain about Cube too. <laughs> does your mom like Cube? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody oh, I grew does. up with this movie. Everyone, everyone likes this film except you, apparently. Not me. <laughs> not me. The sequels are trash, but everybody oh. likes the first one. Yeah, don't let's not talk about the sequels. They don't exist. Hypercube, not a movie. Hypercube. <laughs> Cube Zero? No. <laughs> God. Uh guys, we gotta tell you about your balls. Say everybody haven't seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick, pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Ooh, we gotta tell you guys about your nuts. Because you can go to manscaped.com and save 20% of your entire order. Not one thing. I, I was shopping for something and it was like 25% off certain fucking things. And I put the code in my it did one thing. No, Manscaped is hooking you up. We're hooking you up. 20% off everything. If you buy every single thing from manscaped.com, you're getting 20% off the whole shebang. So use the fan and free shipping. So use the fan sided 20 promo code. You get that 20% off, you get the free shipping, you're going to clean your junk up, you're going to look nicey-nice, ready to go, and you can start the very, very beginning trimming the hedges. You can get the lawnmower 3.0, skin-safe technology, ceramic blade, flashlight on the damn thing, you can blind yourself with it. Uh, I mean, it's just the perfect tool for your tool, you know, <laughs> to put it quite simply. Yeah, uh, a, great, uh, a great tool for that, and... Uh, again, you can do it in the dark if you want. I don't know why you would, but you can. Look, yeah. well, there's like a 90-minute battery life on that thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can you can take your time when you're in there. You know, like I said, light a few candles, get a bath bomb going. Make yourself feel special. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the battery life is a very good point because, I mean, you could use it a couple times. 
I've even the razor I use for my face, like it, it's gotten to the point where it's like I use it once, maybe twice, and it's done. You know, and uh, yeah, if you keep up with your stuff, which isn't all that bad of a deal with the uh, lawnmower 3.0, because it's one of those things that's quick and easy. You're not gonna have to worry about nicking yourself. So, you know, and don't go my route and go completely careless with the damn thing. I did that one time. But you know, it, it's just uh, it, it's ease. You know, it's comfort. It's convenient. It's beautiful. Uh, you can also get the crop preserver, which is a ball deodorant. You slap that on your nuts. Don't literally slap it on your nuts. That would hurt really bad. But you throw that on your balls and you are good for the day. Feeling fresh, clean, smelling fresh and clean, which is most important. And uh, you can also wrap it all up with the crop reserver, which is a quick little spray. You spritz it on your junk. And you're ready to go if you get a little, you know, get in those little situations. You know, we're coming towards the end of winter, thank God. And uh, once the weather starts getting hot, you know, you get a little bit of chafe action going on down there. And you, know, you just run in the bathroom, Rob. Yeah, doing the bathroom, you animals. Yeah, in the bathroom. And give you Jimmy a quick spray. And you, you're good as new. It's like, you know, you just got out of the shower. You're going to smell great down there. And it's one of those things, guys, where... I know a lot of men don't think too much about it and you know they might give a quick little trim every now and then and just leave it as is you don't want to do that we we really for any of you guys out there who are having trouble in the um how do i put this in a in a professional term in the hey nanny nanny department this is going to step your game up fellas look at you with the big medical term <laughs> um yeah, so don't forget to go check that out. Like we've yeah. said before, if you're thinking about it or on the fence of it, just go and do it. Yeah. One other thing I, I want to mention real quick. Do not sleep on their boxer brief. Mm. I'm going to get in trouble because of Manscaped. I'm going to get a ticket for setting an illegal fire within city limits because I'm going to go burn all my other underwear and replace them with these Manscaped boxer briefs. These <laughs> things are amazing. Yeah, it, it almost feels like you're not wearing underwear sometimes. Yeah, they are so comfortable. So, uh, yeah, get yourself a few pair of those, too, when you're ordering. And ladies, you know, again, order yourself a kit. They're, they're, it's already out there. They're saying that bus stations are the new singles club. Oh so you can go pick yourself up some dirty, stinky old man. You can clean him up just the way you want. Now he's old? Cat, he wasn't old last week, was he? It's getting progressively worse. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, it's whatever walks off the bus. Just grab him. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You can fix him up. Slasher Radio and Manscaped do not support kidnapping people. No, we do not. Your PSA. No. And Patrick, if you're listening, I once again apologize. <laughs> Patrick does not listen to this show. Nor should he. I feel like I'm getting an email sooner. Than, we are definitely going to get an email sooner than later going, uh, about these Manscaped ads. Actually, uh, we did get an email from Fansided. Uh, it, oh. We didn't get an email. It was in the middle of correspondence. Oh, no. And they said we did great. I mean, I think this oh, this was prior to Rob telling people to, to body snatch <laughs> off buses. But, you know, be that as it may. It's hard dating in a pandemic era, guys. <laughs> you can't be suggesting that this is the safest way to date in a pandemic era. I mean, you Ever. know, <laughs> I'm just saying you got to do what you got to do, right? Everybody needs a little company every now and then. You know, th that is a pretty good point, too, with this pandemic. I would imagine there are a higher amount of people who just let it go. 
you know. Oh yeah, you know there's some nasty folks walking around. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So get your business in order. Yeah, this is the perfect opportunity if you've been stuck in the caves and haven't really gotten to go out and do much, and you know you, you're you're looking to get back in the game. No better way to, to do it and save some money in the, in the long run. Yeah, clean yourself up. Head to the bus station. <laughs> and, and if you, Rob is right, if you if you do go to manscaped.com and check something out and, and pick something up, rather throw in a pair of those those boxer briefs because I mean they they really are nice. Oh, they're amazing. They, they are super like, comfortable. I was yeah. wearing them as a joke, but yeah. it's like wrapping your nuts in a little slice of heaven. You know, it's nice. Oh my god, cat! Wait a minute, so. Hold on, you were wearing them as a joke, like <laughs> yeah, I was wearing them around the house as a joke, uh, like because I I don't go anywhere. I haven't left the house for like a year, uh, so I just wear uh, and usually I wear just like uh, men's boxers anyway and uh, sleepy pants. I wear like soft fuzzy, right? Uh, usually Harley Quinn <laughs> or other DC uh, franchise pants. So no, I was wearing the Manscaped uh, boxer briefs. Because uh, I thought I was being hilarious, but they're really soft. I can imagine yeah, they're amazing. There going, you know, these are actually pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those are um, they're amazing. And Cat, now you've got your manscape. You could have gone to the bus station. Got the guy to watch Saw with you on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh. God, can you imagine how freaked out that guy would be? <laughs> if you just grabbed some dude off a bus, took him home, cleaned him up, and then put on the Saw movies. <laughs> Listen, I've got a razor uh, from Slasher Radio for free. Um, let's watch Saw. Let me take you home and shave you. And he's going to be like, oh, this is great. I'm getting taken home, showers, shaved down, all trimmed and primped up, probably dinner. And he sits down on the couch like, whoa, wait, we're watching Saw? Which one? All of them? All of them? <laughs> He'll jump out your fucking window. <laughs> but when he jumps out that window, cat, the view you'll get of his ass will be sparkly clean. Yep, he's gonna be—he's gonna be aerodynamic. Thanks, manscaped. He'll, he won't jump out the window. He'll glide out that bitch. <laughs> Make a perfect landing on the sidewalk and haul ass down the street completely heralded. Good lord. All right. Well, now that we've killed that sponsorship, yeah, right. yeah, that's the end of that. All right, guys, so now that uh, the ball's taken care of. <laughs> All right, guys, so do you want to get into the news? Yeah, let's see how much money cats we can spend. <laughs> I, I don't really have anything on here that, uh, uh like, yeah, I don't think so. Very upsetting. Sorry, cat. That's okay. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Alrighty. First up, very upset about this, even though I didn't watch any of it. So I'm, <laughs> I might be part of the problem. The Twilight Zone <laughs> reboot series is done kiboshed after just two I think it's because I... it's on CBS All Access. I think people don't want to pay for that. I say as someone who has a subscription to CBS All Access, but it was for the stand. <laughs> Yeah, I just so. canceled my CBS All Access because I watch football on it and football season's over. But I, even having it the entirety of the football season this year, I forgot that Twilight Zone was on it. I heard bad things when the show first debuted, and I just wasn't all that interested. And I love Jordan Peele, but I just, 
I had no interest in, in this Twilight Zone at all. Uh, I was so excited. when it, And, you know, I, we talked about it with the Are You Afraid of the Dark thing, and uh, I don't remember. But there was a couple other things, and I was really excited. I'm like, oh, shit, look what's come back. This is great. And I never watched it. I was like, I don't know. Was it It was only on CBS All Access? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, See, it was fuck? exclusive to, to the app. It wasn't even on CBS TV. Why wouldn't it? Because they were trying to drive subscriptions up for CBS All Access. It, Instead, it looks like they killed a show. Yeah, I was gonna say, if that's the case, like, is it worth the death of an entire show? Like, and and mm. you know, as everybody, well, everybody should know, Jordan Peele was behind that, and he's done some really awesome things. I will get to Creep Show. That was the other one. The uh, the series Greg McTerro, uh was on the show promoting it, and talking about talking with us about it. I never. I watched some of them, but I didn't get through all of them, and I loved what I seen. It's just a matter of getting time for these things. That came up on uh, the latest episode of This Horror Life, and I couldn't remember. Ghost was asking me, and maybe you'll remember, Mikey. Did they release those one at a time, like once a week, or did they release the whole thing at once, like the whole season? Uh, I want to say they released them all at once. See, I couldn't remember because I know I only watched the first couple of episodes and I liked them. Yeah. But I never finished watching the the rest of them and I couldn't remember why. And then Ghost said she thought they released one a week. And I thought, well, if they did it that way, that's probably why, because I don't like shows that do that. So I probably figured I'd just wait until they all came out and then watch them. Yeah. Um, And then I just never went back and did that. My guess would be is that they released them all at once that, that's my guess i don't remember though but um when i when i looked at them they were all up there this sucks eh, i don't know you would think they'd make a bigger deal about twilight Zone. that used to be a huge deal yeah i don't know um speaking of cbs we were talking about clarice on the last episode mm. i watched the first two episodes and it is exactly what we knew it was going to be <laughs> it is csi clarice no mention of uh, buffalo bill they do mention they don't stop mentioning Buffalo Bill. They're legally not allowed to talk about Hannibal Lecter, apparently, but they will. They mention Buffalo Bill about every 15 minutes on that show, at least. But it's it's all still just her going and solving a crime of the week. I don't know. And uh, and then every once in a while, somebody will be like, oh, you're the woman who caught Buffalo Bill. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not good. Um, which is too bad. The actress who plays her is really, actually, really good in the mm. show. I like her a lot, but the show itself is just another bland CBS drama. Oh, that's disappointing. All right, so that's the end of that, I guess. Very sad for Jordan Peele. Although, looking forward to the new Candy Man. Yeah, and I don't know. Does he have another project lined up? I feel like he should be working on something as a director, but. I don't, I don't. I feel like I heard something, but I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think I seen something today. I feel like everything's been, you know, everything—not just a release schedule, but production schedules and everything else—have been so messed up this past year that it's hard for me to remember. Pre-production uh, listed under his IMDb: Untitled Jordan Peele Horror Event. Oh. Event. Event. Hmm. I don't know what the hell that means. I hope they come up with a better title than that. <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah, so that sucks. 
Uh, guys, I sent you something on Twitter real quick. There's really not a tremendous amount that we could say about this, but <clears throat> the Evil Dead game that I am super fucking excited about, uh, they unleashed, uh, unleashed, <laughs> they released a new <laughs> image. They unleashed it on, on the horror community. And it's Ray Santiago, his uh, his character Pablo, and Cat. Help me. What, what's what's her name? What's Homegirl's name? Do you remember? I don't remember. Dana something. Yeah, I feel bad now. And the character is Kelly, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. So they're in there. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I don't know. She's got like an Italian name. I um, I don't know how to say it. Leave us Italians alone. <laughs> <laughs> Dana De Lorenzo. Oh yeah, De Lorenzo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, she's. Uh, I I saw that she tweeted that she was going to be in the game, and then I saw the picture come out. Um, that's cool. I like that character a lot. Um, we just spent so how much cool. time trying to figure out her name. I, I like the character. I didn't say anything about the actress. <laughs> Fair. She could be an awful person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. It looks so good. I want it to be good so bad. I can't wait to play this game. And if it disappoints me, I might need to find a very tall bridge. I don't know. Is there an estimated release date on it yet? Nope. Well, not that I know of. All right. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I love Friday the 13th, but I need something else. And this could be it. And I don't know. I hope when it comes out, it's like an Xbox exclusive somehow. Just stop pissed the both of you off. I feel really bad. I don't have high hopes for it. Oh. I'm losing confidence in it. <laughs> Why? What what makes you say that? Uh the uh I don't know. I just when they said evil dead game, I was really hoping it was gonna be like an evil dead game and not, you know, like an Ash versus the Evil Dead game. And just from what I've seen and heard, and I don't I don't have anything to back this up, I could be totally wrong, but it right. does seem like it's going to be another one. You know, they, they had said that there was going to, they had hinted that there was going to be a single player thing. There was going to be like a campaign mode or whatever. But yes. it definitely seems like they've been really focusing. I think it's going to be another one of those like... Uh, multiplayer. I, I do think it's gonna be more like Friday the 13th. Oh, I don't need and another one of those. I hope it is. Like, I don't really want that. <laughs> no, I don't either. I've got Friday the 13th and I've got Dead by Daylight. I don't need another one. Unstoppable. And then, like, looking at the graphics, it, it it also seems very much in that vein of video gaming, which there's nothing wrong with, but it's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah. But just to be clear here, you're not saying anything bad about Ash versus the Evil Dead, right? No, that I show love kicks Ash versus yeah. Evil Dead. All right. I really seriously, it's it's one of the better, I think, um, horror TV shows. But you know, I I I would think I don't know, but I mean, just just the Ash versus Evil Dead, you know, with uh, Dana and, and Ray in there, it, it could just be trying to get name value. You know, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, it, yeah, I think they're definitely focusing on an online. Uh, yeah, I think so. Which, yeah. you know, personally, my preference, I love that. Like, I I can't wait for that. So, cannot, cannot, cannot wait. No, I'd much rather prefer a single player campaign mode, some sort of story mode. I don't know why. What's wrong? What I didn't get with Friday the 13th. It would have been awesome. I'll admit, it would have been fucking awesome, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, the online, the offline challenges are fucking hard enough. I'm still trying to get through those goddamn things. 
I would like I would enjoy the offline like single player version of Friday the Thirteenth a lot more if they'd let me play as a counselor. Yeah, it's so fun. I wish that would have been part of it. You know, just let me let me make the decision because sometimes it is fun to you know try to escape. So, well, play online. I don't want to play online. Why? You'll you will <sighs> get better at the game. I promise you. I don't want to deal with all those stupid people. Yeah, I don't see I, what they do. What what is this with new video games? I'm gonna sound like a crotchety old man here, but hear me out. What is with like the new generation of gaming being so people focused? If I liked people, I wouldn't like video games as much. <laughs> well, I mean, look at the. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're we're gamers and we're older, but you know, their demographic I would imagine is mostly kids. And look at Fortnite. You know, tomorrow afternoon you can see Cat oh. in her front yard yelling at the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have video games. I can be inside. They keep me inside. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not. I yeah. I'm with Cat. I don't. I'm not crazy about. Uh, Part of the reason I like to play video games is to not have to socialize with people. Yeah. And a horror game, especially. Like, I want to sit alone and be scared and not... Not because I have to worry about interacting with people, just... Because <laughs> I want to run away from stuff. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, next up, and there's uh, really not all too much that we can really say about this but it's just to piss rob off if i'm being completely honest so thanks yeah no problem sherry moon zombie interviews rob zombie in an animated video yeah for guys which actually is kind of cool and it's just a a short uh, let me see if i can see how long oh it's a it's a three minute video about three and a quarter minute video for the promotion of the lunar in yeah the lunar injection what the fuck is that but imagine that's his upcoming album. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't hate that. I, I've said before, I don't... Like, Rob Zombie, when I've seen him in interviews and stuff, seems like the nicest, coolest dude in the world. And so does Sherry Moon Zombie. She's even great. They seem like wonderful people. So I don't hate that. I mean, the fact that it's animated, I don't, I don't like cartoons very much, so I don't know about that. But, you know, I don't, I don't hate that. I'm still not going to buy his album. I, I'll never understand you say you don't hate Rob Zombie, but anytime we mention something to him, you get mad. Well, I, it, because whenever we mention him, it's in, you know, his movies or something. I don't like his movies. I'm going to call Bobby one of these days, I swear to God. I don't have to like your movies to like you. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, Kat, I mean, there's really not much to say about this one, right? Uh, no. Not really. Yeah, It pissed off Rob, so it served his purpose. <laughs> Are you going to yeah, buy the album, Kat? No. <laughs> That, I'm not. That's really the one thing that maybe could have got Cat to spend a little bit of money on this one. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was that. We're going to need you to go pre-order the vinyl, please. Yeah, right. Now, if it had been... Uh, you got me really excited at the beginning because if Sherry Moon Zombie and Rob Zombie were to do an animated horror movie, I would have bought it without have you asking not any follow-up questions. Have you not seen the Super El Bisto or whatever it's called? The hell? There's no. Rob, Rob Zombie and he did an animated movie. Did he? Yeah, it's oh, called. Uh, no. It's called the Adventures. <laughs> what is the name of that movie? It's like it's called like the Adventures of El Super Bisto or something. It's actually pretty funny. Huh. Might be his best movie. 
Oh, come on, Rob. Did you see? See? This is what I'm talking about. It's called The Haunted World of El Super Bisto. It's on Tubi yeah. right now for free. Yeah, yeah. You can watch it on Tubi. Yeah, it is uh, actually really good. I do that. Fuck, is he... Rob Zombie, I would love to. Oh, it's got uh, Sid Haig in there as um, uh, Captain Spaulding. Oh, shit. Yeah, I would love to live in Rob Zombie's head for just like an hour. Let's see what goes on. There's like a Lucha Libre wrestler in it. I don't understand. Anyway, next up, a new Pet Cemetery movie is in the works for Paramount Plus. Why? Why? Is it a a follow up to the remake or what is Uh, it? Yeah, it looks like it. Mm, who cares? Who who watched the remake and was like, yes, more of this one. This is the pet cemetery <laughs> <Yeah>. to back. <laughs> yeah. I will say that f- for that remake, I didn't like it, but I did appreciate that they tried to mix some things up and do some things different. It still didn't make it a good movie, though. I will say the wife... The wife's backstory, I've completely forgotten her name at this point, but, like, all of her flashback scenes were riveting. And if the movie had been about her and her childhood, 100% I would have been in. Best Stephen King adaptation of the year, like, I would have loved it. But then they just kept coming back around to, like, oh, look, here's the shot. We're going to do the shot from the other pet cemetery. Oh, but look, the scalpel's in a different place, so it's just going to be a lingering shot of this bed for no reason. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I didn't. Okay. I did not like that movie. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. And then they're like, yeah, "Don't." We're gonna kill the other kid, but we're gonna yeah. tell everybody in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that it's was like, kind of weird terrible. too. <laughs> like, if you're gonna if you're gonna throw a swerve like that out, don't give it away. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. It was one of those uh, like it had. I say it all the time. If a movie has a ton of hype, I don't want to watch it. I'm gonna wait. And it's just, I actually almost fucking watched it. I started it, uh, I think, like, Wednesday or some shit. I don't remember. I started it because I signed up for a free month of Hulu. And I'm just getting my money's worth before I cancel it, even though it's a free month. But uh, I almost fucking watched it. And then I got busy and turned it off. But, yeah, it's just one of those I never got around to. And I heard so much bad shit about it. And to be completely honest, this might be sacrilegious. I kind of think the original Pet Cemetery is a little overrated anyway. What? No? I kind of um, see that, actually. I'm not saying it's bad, Cat. I'm not in any way, shape, or form. I like it. I enjoyed it. But people act like it's, you know. To be fair, I've never heard a lot of people talking about the original Pet Cemetery. So. Yeah, I have. I, yeah. I've heard a lot of people praise it. And it's good. It is a good movie. But I, you might be right. It might be a little overhyped. I've, I've heard the correct amount of hype for Pet Cemetery in my life, I think. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but Just the right. Just the right amount. Yeah, like just the correct amount. Yeah. I've heard it come up a, a little more than it should, in my opinion. But again, not, not saying it's bad. It's just it's a yeah. regular horror movie to me. Yeah, when it comes up, you know, among the, a lot of people put it on their list of like best Stephen King adaptations. And I think that's maybe a little high. It's on the list. I just don't think yeah. it's, you know, at the top of the All list. Right, well, it's not above maximum overdrive. Uh, okay, <laughs> moving along from Stephen King. <sighs> Speaking of Paramount Plus, there's a new Paranormal Activity movie. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's going to premiere exclusively on Paramount Plus. Oh, I did not hear that, no. Mm. 
I heard they were, I knew they were making another movie. I didn't know it was going to be on Paramount Plus. I don't know what the fuck to think of this thing. I'm not even really sure what the fuck Paramount Plus is. I another streaming. I assume service. it's their streaming yeah. service now. Everybody's got their own streaming service. <laughs> when it comes out, I'll sign up for the free trial. Watch it and cancel yeah, it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yep. 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 I mean, I, everybody knows how much I love Paranormal Activity. I am not. I'm very weary of this this latest installment. I know that Christopher Landon's involved and whatever, man. I mean, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm rather ambivalent towards the whole Paranormal Activity franchise. Speaking of overrated, I don't. Oh, know. Yeah. Cat, no, don't you know? Come on. Yeah, I'm, Sorry. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Where's Waldo of the horror world. <laughs> Guys, come on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? Wait. Come on. I know it got away from itself. I get it. But those first three movies are fucking solid. Oh, I yeah. didn't watch the third one. I don't even, I'm not sure I made it all the way through the second one. Oh, the second honest. one's terrifying, Kat. I don't know if you know this or not, but the pool cleaner gets out of the pool. What? Yeah. <laughs> he finally makes it out of the pool. In a row, it gets out of the pool. It's so scary. <laughs> Stop it. It was a good movie, man. No, that second one's not good. Second one's really good. The third one is no. even better, I think. The third one's the best one in the franchise. Third one's really good. That, that I did like the third one. They did because they um got away from the security camera stuff because it's set in like the 80s. Yeah. And so they have to use that camcorder and so it forces them to be a little more inventive and I did enjoy that one. But I don't I I the first one I thought was okay. I liked the third one. The rest of the franchise, I've got no time for. I will say, I think part of my problem with, we were talking about movies that you hear hyped up too much, being hard to appreciate. I think that was part of the thing is everyone was telling me when Paranormal Activity came out, like how terrifying it was. It was the scariest movie any of my friends had ever seen. Like it just, I, it got hyped up to such a degree. And then I got so bored because I was expecting it to be just like this terrifying thrill ride. And it's like, okay. So it's like a, it's like a documentary, but it's not real. <laughs> so, uh... you know, I was just talking a lot of good about fucking, I, I, I recorded an, another show. I did a guest spot on, and I talked a lot about paranormal activity and very positive conversation about it. Now here I am <laughs> on our show and fucking miserable. Guys, ah, come on. I, I can understand Kat's point of view with that. It was not, like, terrifying. It did have moments where, you know, it might have got a jump out of me. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't remember. But Wait, wait. Not terrifying. The pool cleaner was out the of the pool. Cleaner. Okay. Every time I close this window, you make me open it. At night, I don't know if you understand this. At night, when they went to bed, the pool cleaner was in the pool. But in the morning, it was next to the pool. That's where he's supposed that like the pool cleaner is supposed to be in the pool all the time, though. <laughs> it lives there. I couldn't believe it. I was I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Not entertained. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Come on. I mean, you got to admit this came out in 2007. There was shit coming out in 2007. It, it might not. It might. It wasn't really a scary movie, but it, it was. It was tense. You didn't even get that cat. It didn't give you any tense moments. Nothing. No. Oh. I will say I appreciate more what it did for the genre now that I'm further away from it. But I this was 
my least favorite horror franchise as it was coming out, like when it started. I was so disappointed. <laughs> Damn. Right, Kat, please do me a favor. If you get free time, at least watch three. Do me that. Maybe. Is it free somewhere? <laughs> I'll watch it if it's free somewhere. Jesus Christ. The Rob Zombie's movie. That's Paranormal Activity 3. I think I watched it. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. 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 That's another one. I watched that. Actually, yeah, I watched that instead of that's what I did. I got busy and then came back and I put on Paranormal Activity 3 instead of Pet Cemetery. So But yeah, I mean for um Paranormal Activity 4, the marked ones, Ghost Dimension. Don't even waste your fucking time. But I stand by three. (laughs) Ghost Dimension was one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. One of the worst movies. Or a movie. <laughs> Terrible. It was almost. Nah, I'm not even gonna say it was as bad as Rubber. That that's disrespectful. But Rubber's a damn good movie. Uh, okay. Mm. Fuck off. I don't know about all that. Damn it, man! How do you guys find a way to piss me off every fucking? <laughs> It's just not, I, I don't like watching a movie where I have to do that much work to find what's scary. I've, I've gotten a lot more hostile since you said that you were going to be upset about this week's choice. <laughs> like, I came in in a good mood, and now... <laughs> yeah, that is a problem, Mike. You cannot hold that against me, damn it. It's not fair. <laughs> Paranormal activity did nothing to you, okay? Take it, it did nothing That's at all. Point. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Katie Featherston. God damn it. Who, by the way, I uh, <laughs> I took a shot in the dark and DM'd again and see if she wanted to come on the show. I haven't received a response yet. So, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of figured. Kinda yeah, figured. I'm not surprised by that. Me either. That might be a bridge, a bridge burnt. Now that's a fire! And that's not even my fault. You can't even blame that on me. No, I can't. I can't. Although, maybe she did consider it and she listened to our latest episodes and heard your dating advice and got mad again. Uh, it could be. I don't know. She went off on poor Poppy on Twitter. It was so funny. <laughs> anyway. Now my turn to piss you guys off. Alright. We were talking about Cube 1997. So I want to start by saying um, the first episode that I was on, you guys asked me like what got me into horror and I I credited the, um, the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the books. Uh, that was one of the first things, but I, I grew up watching like classic, uh, like monster movies and, and ghost stories, uh, House on Haunted Hill, 13 Ghosts, Love uh, the old universal things. Uh, but Cube was the first, I like for a long time considered Cube, like the first scary movie I had ever seen because it was the first time ever in my life that like, as I was watching my, my mom left. Uh, to take a phone call, and my uncle was uh, watching this on, like, the sci-fi network, like, it was running late, they were doing, like, a late-night movie marathon, and uh, my my uncle was watching this, and I sat down, and it was one of the first times where I was like, this is a scary movie that I'm watching as I was watching it, and it was like, I don't know if I'd be allowed to watch this if my parents were here, (laughs) like, (laughs) but I love it, so I, like, I think this is the movie that got me into the genre, this, it's got, like, very near and dear place in my heart. Well, so, make me mad. (laughs) I feel bad for everything I'm about to say now, way to ruin my fun, cat. that's great. Um, a lot ahead with the guilt trip. Yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> I did not like this movie at all. How? I don't. What didn't you like about this movie? It's awesome. You know, uh, I, it, the way it started just annoyed the shit out of me. What? 
the acting was bad. I can get over that. It's a horror movie, you know, expected. But they knew way too much about this fucking cube structure right out of the gate. How? Like, you wake up. Think about Saw, Cat. I mean, that's right up your alley. Like, they woke up and they had no fucking clue what was going on, where they were, what to do, anything that was happening. This was like a precursor to that, though. Like, all of the torture porn stuff started in the early 2000s. This was three years ahead of that. Yeah. This paved the road for this. Uh, like, there was no standard when this came out. It was groundbreaking. See, Rob? Now, do you still like it? It's the reason we have Saw. I love this movie. Um, You know, it can't be blamed for the sins of those <laughs> that come, you know, later. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. But, I mean, I I don't understand how how you don't like this movie. It, it's 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 almost perfect. Like it's such a simple concept. The only thing that isn't perfect because I I hadn't seen this one for a few years before we like watched it. I, it was one that I used to watch like very regularly, and I haven't seen it for like five or six years. And I was so nervous that I was going to sit down and not like it as much as I remembered. And the only thing that really hasn't held up. I think is like the the blur effects were bad. Yeah, but yeah there there were a few effects that I noticed uh, were dated. Um, but for like, a '90s movie, yeah. Um, and I and I do agree terrible. with with you, Mikey. I, there, I did in this re watch through. Um, the acting kind of it was real was bad. Subpar. It was bad. Especially, I thought Quentin was especially bad, and um, Holloway got on my nerves too. <laughs> Uh, with the way she delivered her lines. Um, so yeah, I thought the acting was was uh, rougher than I remembered. And yeah, the, the effects looked dated. But other than that, I had no complaints about this movie. So it, it, it didn't bother you guys at all that they just like knew so much right out of the gate of this thing? I didn't feel like they, they didn't. Yeah, I didn't feel like they did. They didn't know that much. It's it's got an it's under an hour and a half runtime, and they spend they're wrong about so many things. Like each time they think they have it figured out, there's a new piece to the puzzle all the way through without it getting like, I, I never felt like it was too repetitive on that or formulaic. Like I, I was genuinely surprised by the stuff, you know, they spend so long figuring out the prime numbers and then that's not correct. You know? Well, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not, they didn't, you know, get everything down, but. I don't know, like the way they opened that thing and just automatically thought, okay, you know what, I'm gonna throw something in there, see what happens. Like who uh, but, thinks? But to they do that that, but, that the original the original group of people didn't do that. There was another guy who joined them while they were still in the first cube, and he had been traveling cool. through, and he's the one who tested out the next. So he's the one who knew to throw the boots in because he was a he was an escape artist. Like that's the kind of thing he would know to do. Yeah, yeah, I can see him, but the cop, I don't know, the cop just seemed like he knew too much, right? Like, I think about- The cop didn't know anything! The entire movie, he didn't know a goddamn thing. No, like, he, he just, I don't know, like, just at the very beginning, I should have noted down exactly, I did know, have something noted down, like, exactly what pissed me off with it, but then the escape artist guy came in and I changed it to, how do they so, know so much about this place, and then I put the escape artist, maybe. So yeah, I, I I caught that too, but I don't know. Just it that annoyed me so much, right out of the gate. And then the bad acting was like, okay, um, what the hell is this? But I I don't know, man. Usually, I, like I kept an open mind too. Like I tried to get over it, 
And I just feel like not enough was done to change my mind on this thing. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go on record right now and say this cube is a better movie than scream Four. Oh, get the fuck out. Rob, stop it. All time. <laughs> stop it. Don't you. There's no way you mean that. I cube absolutely is in my top 20. Cube is amazing. I, I just, I don't understand how you couldn't like this movie. Uh, just a simple, brilliant concept of having these traps in these rooms and people having to make their way through them. I, it's, and it's so tense every time they're, they're going to go into another room. I'm waiting, you know, you don't know whether it's going to be trapped or not. They've made it, they make it clear from the start. They will kill any of these characters at any time. And can we talk about the set design? This might be like my all time favorite horror movie set because it's like it, it's very simple. It's just like the cube rooms and you think that's going to be like the most boring set of all time. We talked about this like during the platform where it's like the set design was very intentionally drab, but like there are so many details in the architecture of the cube and some of them have practical purposes. Like you see the little dots actually are the things that release the spikes in the sound activated trap room, but it's like, just you never get tired of looking at the cubes because of the way that they're they're like very elegantly designed yeah. and they made a, a smart choice to change some of them up with different colors yeah and that sort of thing i think i read somewhere that actually they only the i guess it was shot on a sound stage and they only built one cube is that all just like lighting effects yeah yeah it was just the lighting effects and and maybe they built Maybe they built two, but I thought I'd read somewhere they'd only built one and then like the walls for the other ones so that you would, you know, just like the wall that you would see when you were looking through the window. Yeah. I would have to double check on that again, but it was something like that. Like it was, you know, uh, I mean, obviously they didn't build some grand 27 story high structure to make this movie. (laughs) I'm guessing they made this movie for about 10 bucks. Actually, they made it for which I... (laughs) Just looked up while you guys were talking a little while ago. And I don't like it even more. The budget for this movie is $365,000 Canadian dollars. It's a goddamn Canadian movie. It is a Canadian movie. Why? Well, 365000 Canadian dollars is roughly about $35. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. It is not. It's about uh, a little less than. It's about 286000 Current. Yeah, here it is. The set contained just one cube changed to different colors by means of gel panels. And it's it's so effective though cuz you you get variety in it, but it's just it's such an intriguing set design. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I'll, it looked cool. I'll I'll give it that. I don't think it was anything spectacular like you guys do. It looked cool. I did notice, like, to me, it rem- it made me think they were, like, inside the pinhead box, kind of. I don't know why I got that feel from it. Like, so that was... Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I just kept thinking of that, especially when it was red. I don't know why. But, um, Yeah, I mean, the set was cool. It was, you know, it was a cube. Do not get much out of me from this one. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I can't believe... <laughs> 
that you're not on board with this one. I thought this was I thought this was gonna be one of our uh coming together as a family yeah, episodes. I, I really yeah, I really well, you thought discovered this was, a new As a matter gem. of fact, I, when I was when I took notes, I only wrote down the two things that I didn't like about this movie because I figured that was all I was I figured we'd be heaping praise on it the entire time and I wanted to make yeah. sure I pointed out a couple of negatives. <laughs> well, what are your negatives? I already mentioned them, the acting oh. and the effects. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's my only complaints with this movie because it's awesome. You guys, I don't remember if it was Scream 4 or not. It might have been. Um, I don't remember what the hell movie it was. Uh, what we were talking about, and you guys brought up the dialogue. The dialogue in this was terrible. And I normally don't notice that shit. Is it terrible or what is it a little bit dated? Because even I, I that was one of the things I expected going in. I like I sat myself down to watch this and it's like, okay, I haven't seen this in a while. It was uh it came out in 97. Like there's gonna be it's Canadian, yeah. it's a Canadian 90s you know, film. That did that did occur to me actually too when I was watching it that there is a bit of um that late 90s monologuing by by the characters in this film yeah a lot like you you run into that there was a big thing in the in that time period like kevin smith did that in his movies a lot you know the characters and in clerks and chasing amy especially it seems like they don't talk to each other but rather just monologue at one another um at times and and there's there is a lot of that in the in the dialogue in this movie i i don't know the the cop just really (laughs) He annoyed the shit out of me throughout. Like he, he was overacting. He's supposed to. Oh well. Yeah, it, it wasn't even that time. <laughs> yeah, I get that, but like it was just the way he was overacting. He was, you know, it, it just, I, and he's such a big part of the movie. So it was like, you know, it, it was annoying. I don't know if maybe that's what. Like I don't know. He just. I understand you need the the leader of the group, and he's going to take control. But it's just like his character, man. yeah i mean there's that character in any kind of movie like this where a group of strangers are thrown together in a strange situation and have to survive there's always that one guy who wants to take charge and is a big jerk yeah you know and then that was his character um yeah his acting wasn't great um but you know i I thought the character itself was fine maybe it was the way he to me the way he put it through i don't know i will say this one of the notes that i took off which were ne- which was negative. Uh, I felt like there could have been more turmoil. Th- this is the note that I had that there could have been more turmoil within the group. Obviously, um, they hit that later on in the movie. I'll give them that. But I don't know. Uh, obviously, you don't want that right off the bat. But like after a while went on, like I was like, yeah, I don't know. They're kind of a little too chummy, chummy. Like in a situation like that, they didn't really. They didn't pull through enough of the like uh, platform again to bring it up is was a perfect example. When they were hungry, you knew they were hungry. They were suffering. They didn't put that through in this. The girl who was who couldn't have a cigarette. Believe me, as a smoker, I know she'd be way more bitchier than she was. Like, I'd be a total fucking. Oh, my God. I'd be the biggest bitch on the planet. Worse than you are now. Way worse than I am. now. But no, it. it, I feel like they. uh they didn't portray. They didn't put that through far enough because I'm sitting there like, man, uh, you would think they they'd be in a little more. There'd be more suffering throughout it, you know. Like, well, it, it it's was, hard, uh, but we don't know how long they were in there. I mean, really, 
you know, we, well, there's no way for us to know how long they're inside there because, you know, we don't, the passage in time is just lost in that cube. After a couple of hours of not having a cigarette, you, you're going to notice it. She's broken the habit already. She had already quit. Well, she quit once and then she started smoking again. No, she hasn't smoked for three years. Oh, I thought, then why was she going on about a cigarette? Because she needs to be occupied. Like, the, the, that's the thing is the stress of the situation has made her miss smoking. Yeah, that makes uh, They shouldn't have brought that up then. I was as a smoker, that that's why I look at it. It's like, man, three years. I mean, I, I guess I could see a situation like that making you need a cigarette, but I, I don't. It, it just to bring that up, you would think that I, I was waiting for. It. I was like, oh, okay, she's about to, you know, be tweaking out a little bit or something, you know. Like I, I then it's brought up for no reason to me. To be fair, and I want this to like because the acting wasn't. I don't think the acting was as bad as you guys. Seem to think it was. Uh, I think a lot of that probably is growing up with this movie. Yeah. Um, Let's see that. But I do think, like, all of those things that you're talking about, a lot of that is stuff that would have come through in the acting. True. So I, I think it's, like, very hard to show. Because the makeup, I think they did a, like, I think they did a really good job. Halloway, even, like... 30 or 40 minutes into the movie, she's looking rough. You can see the bags under her eyes, yeah. like everyone's sweating. You can see everyone getting more and more dehydrated, like everyone's lips are getting chapped. You know, they, they've got like the sweat stains. I think makeup did a really good job making them look like they've been in there for a while. Yeah. I will say there should have been, a, but again, if you're, if you're already having problems with the dialogue, you're probably not going to do like, twitchy dehydration stuff right right the yeah best on top of it yeah but makeup was pulling their weight on that i think and i think that's why it stood out so much to me you know because it's like damn man they look like they're in rough shape and they just move their actions are moving around business as usual i'm like what the hell's going on here yeah, yeah but i you start to see the the cop come unhinged yeah, yeah. As the movie progresses, yeah, yeah. he starts to get more and more aggressive and and more angry, and you know, and to the point to where he turns into a murderer. <laughs> uh, I love the moment when, uh, towards the beginning, when when Holloway jumps into one of the rooms to test it, and she swallows the button <laughs> that they're all sucking on, <laughs> and she, everybody thinks that she's being poisoned. Yeah, yeah. That made me laugh. And I do think the guy in the beginning, the guy that gets diced, mm -hmm. I think that's one of my favorite opening shots of a movie also. Like, that was just, it's all quiet. There's no dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool opening. Um, that was one of the effects, though, that, that looked really dated, I yeah. thought. For the most part, and, and that was a little bit disappointing because I do remember that one being better in my head. For the only thing that really bothered me about it, watching it back, I was still kind of impressed with how the body looked falling apart into cubes. Yeah. But he didn't have a brain. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. That that bothered me a little bit on the rewatch. That's but, a bit of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have gotten that far without one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I'll I'll give. I noted that too that the body getting sliced, and everybody knows that I like when you get straight to the bullshit, and you know that that was cool. Like you see, I like when horror movies set a tone, 
You know, like that show, yeah. if you just watch that scene, you'll know what the rest of the movie is going to be, you know, pretty much. You know, you know what you're in for, which is really cool. So, and it, it, it didn't look too bad, considering it was 97. It, it wasn't terrible. Like, it's a little outdated, but it could have been way worse. I'll give no, it that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it certainly could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, and this movie does, I think, just get right into it because we never see anything outside of the queue. No. Yeah. See, that was my thing too. Like, I and I, I'm see, I'm I'm so confused right now because usually I'm the one who says less backstory. It's like, eh, tell me something. You know, they 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 could have even given um ah oh shit I forget homeboy's name the one who the architect who helped build the damn thing give a flashback. You that know, to something. You know, like, ah. Except for they did, and that was the prequel, and we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This one. This one is a masterpiece. It's great. All the other ones are awful. <laughs> They're really bad. Yeah. I don't think there has ever been a franchise that has dipped so much in quality just between one and two. No. Like that is a rough transition. Blair yeah. Witch. It's worse than Blair Witch. I- Yes. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I haven't seen I, Blair Witch 2 in a long time, ugh. but I feel like my impression of that movie was um, if it wasn't called Blair Witch 2, I probably wouldn't have hated it nearly as much as I did. I would have hated Hypercube just as much yeah. if it had not been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I probably won't be watching Hypercube. Spoiler no, alert. <laughs> Apparently not. I, I, I'm stunned that you didn't like this movie because oh, everyone likes this movie. If Mikey really, he somehow stumbled across Hypercube not realizing what it was, and that's like his new favorite movie. <laughs> now I gotta watch the fucking thing. It's like I the exact that. opposite reaction. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna fucking watch it. Not this weekend, but I will I, I will sit down and watch There's just no thing. way. There's no way. What if I do like it? Then what? I Then we're I We're not friends we'll anymore? We'll have a problem. <laughs> Jesus. I don't I think know we what already the problem have a problem on this show. Yeah, I mean, this got worse and worse with us, guys. I, I, I'm shocked that Rob's calling it a masterpiece. I can see how you guys like it, but for, to carry on the way you are, oh my! No, I, 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 this is I love this movie. So good, and one of the reasons why we why we're doing this movie this week is because we were talking about cool deaths when we did Hatchet. Really, really, I think these. I, I keep saying uh how much i like cube but i think these were some of like the best most memorable horror movie deaths from the 90s yeah i mean the the concept being so simple allowed them to be extremely creative with the kills in the movie and and even some of the kills like even some of the narrow misses are so terrifying in concept that you don't even have to see the death you know yeah, like that room where um the cop can't remember his name where his he he gets Quentin. cut on his leg. Yeah, the um, the wire trap. Yeah, yeah, cuz he jumps out of it at the at the last second. Um yeah, that that was really cool. I, I the, the part that did there was something that made me laugh uh when when the cop kept throwing that dude into the rooms to try oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny. Like the first time he did it, I was like, "Oh wow, that's fucked up." They did it again. Well, that's one way to figure out which one's is safe. Poor bastard yeah. kept getting thrown in. Oh, man. I feel like you guys would do that to me after this episode. <laughs> Only after you said you didn't like the movie. Poor me. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I just like I I really didn't like I really don't have much to say. This is kind of like rob a platform. Like I really don't have much to say about this damn thing. No, I just well, don't this, understand. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. I'm I'm baffled by the fact that you didn't like it. This is uh, to miles better than platform, and you it liked is. that one. I don't. I don't think so. And I liked both, but Cube is. <laughs> See, you want to know what, another thing that really annoyed the shit out of me before they figured out the uh, the factor thing, and you know they started going through all that. They they thought they had it figured out where they get to the edge and like now they're too high up so they have to figure out. And he's telling the the cops telling the the math girl, "Oh, you got to crack the code. Come on!" After uh, he let one lady go, he's telling her, "Oh, come on, we got to keep going. You got to crack the code. This and that, dude. You're at the edge. Just go down. Like, well, what is there to yeah. crack? Just fucking all you have to do is go down. That's literally mm-hmm. all you have to do." Yeah. No, you're right about that. The logic doesn't work. It wouldn't have worked because the room shipped. Well, yeah, but they didn't know that yet. Yeah, they didn't know that at the time. Hold on. They did know, though, that there's a door in a direction. They don't know what direction it's in. It would have been a cube length drop. It would have been like a whole room drop onto a completely smooth surface. If If the door wasn't on the bottom side of the cube, they would have had no way out. They just would have starved to death at the bottom of the cube. But like, but either way, I mean, you know, you either have to go up or down. I don't know what there is to crack anymore. Like, it's literally you figured it out for the most. Well, they thought they did. Like, I, I don't. I, that baffled me. I was sitting there like, is he fucking kidding me? Right, go down. What the hell? <laughs> the logic. I, I that pissed. Like, see, I think that's what it was. It pissed me off in the beginning, and then I'll admit, I started coming around a little bit. I was like, okay, this is getting better. And then that, and I'm like, is he fucking stupid? Like, what the hell is this there to crack anymore? You just go one or two directions. That's really all you can do, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that makes sense. Like I said, though, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered ultimately right. because the cube shifted and they didn't realize it, but they didn't know that at the time. Um, yeah, the math stuff uh, kind of uh, hurt my brain a little bit. <laughs> The uh, math it, stuff made me really paranoid as a kid because uh, I was not great at math. And I was like, if I'm ever in a life or death situation, <laughs> I hope it's a reading puzzle. Right. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, like I I, I did uh, kind of chuckle that I was watching a horror movie and Googling prime numbers at the same time because I couldn't <laughs> remember exactly what the hell they were. <laughs> I was, it made me better at math though. Cause like when we finally, cause I saw this, uh, <laughs> I saw this too young, arguably it explains a lot about why I am the way that I am. But when we finally got two prime numbers in school after that, I, <laughs> the teacher's like, does anyone know what a prime number is? And I was like, it's the thing that you have to check in the Cartesian coordinates. So you don't die in the cube. And she's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> So you saw this movie before you had gotten to prime numbers in school. Yeah, I did. Wow. <laughs> Damn. That's 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 probably too young. I'm sure. By by like a few years. Yeah. Now you know your mom listens to this show, so you're probably telling on yourself. Oh, she she knows. Uh okay. she had to, she had to pull my uncle aside after that and they had a little talk about what I was allowed to watch and not allowed to watch as I was watching Hypercube. Yeah. So that was a little bit eye-opening, but not, it was like, 
horror movies are amazing immediately into not all horror movies are great. (laughs) (laughs) That had a suck too. Like you were so into this one at such a young age and then you will probably watch that and you were like, what the fuck? I was very confused. She found out the dice roll that is a sequel in horror movies very young. I, I, I was a lot more innocent back then, though. I did think that maybe I didn't understand Hypercube. I, I kind of put that blame on myself, and that it wasn't until, like, years later, I was like, you know, I'll watch Hypercube again, and then it's like, oh, no, this one just sucks. Yeah, it's just I not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That that really aggravated me. Like, And it's just one of those moments of pure stupidity, where it's like, okay, well, if you're going to be this dumb, then why am I Except paying attention? Except for it's not, though. I Because, so they had the lighting, like, we had the lighting effect to see how expansive it was, but they couldn't see any of those lights. For them, they had no idea what was over on the other side. They didn't know if they needed to move over to get to a bridge or a passage or the door. Like, we have more information than they had. They still had, uh, obviously, they couldn't go in two directions, but that's still four directions. To try and figure out where the bridge is. If you go down, there's no way back up. If if you go any other direction, you could be wasting time. And they still hadn't figured out exactly what the deal was with which rooms are trapped or not. Well, yeah, it would have been a pain in the ass getting, you know, wherever. Yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, you, you at least have a general idea. I mean, they, there's really no more code that needed to be, as far as they knew at that time needed to be cracked i mean you just gotta go room for room uh, along those walls one way or another till you find a door and i don't know it, it just annoyed the hell out of me i, I don't know why like, yeah like, i don't know if you i that makes i and i maintain this i think that makes sense to me because it's like if you have a co- if you have like a complex math problem and you're able to solve it and you're like okay so all we have to do is go this many cubes this way and we're out and then you get that many cubes this way and you're not out. It's like, okay, so I got the problem wrong. Don't you want to figure out what the answer is? Like, before you potentially risk your life in more trapped rooms? I don't know. I, I would look at it as, okay, well, that didn't work. We're against a wall. Let, let, let's work this wall and see what we got to do. I don't know. It, it was just... <laughs> It was such a bizarre fuck. Like, I didn't understand. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, I, I don't know if you guys did. If you did, I owe you fucking dinner or something. Because I could not keep up with what the hell they were talking about with figuring this shit out. So it's like, it, it oh, made... Oh, no, no. It, yeah, no. no that, was, that was like in a foreign language to me. Oh, I was right. just like, I just had to accept it. So, like, okay, they she understands math. Right, yeah, I, no. I have no idea, yeah. Right, and I get that. But we're not supposed to understand it. I, I fully understand that, but... it's like it's a concept you don't understand already so it's like you know it's easy to get lost in it and kind of as a viewer as i was i was like okay well i don't understand so i don't know what they're doing it's like i don't hold on i definitely think that you're supposed to understand at least the basic premise of what's going on with the math and cube i I get that but i'm saying (laughs) no no you don't have to i i can vouch for the fact that you don't have to well you don't have to like i didn't when i watched cube obviously but like as an adult i you those are all that shouldn't be a foreign language stuff like i think the logic is pretty trackable in cube then what is it though because i i they lost me 
I was like, all right, she knows numbers. She's figuring the shit out. <laughs> as far as I <laughs> yeah, looked at no, I'm with you on that one, Mikey. I didn't, but I didn't care. Right. It didn't matter yeah. to me. I just felt like I just trusted what the character said. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. But Kat, what was, so then break that down for us. Cause I, I'm lost on it. Which part is, is it the factors? No, just, just the whole thing in general. Like, what was she doing to, like, I, I just, I, I, there was no, I gave up very quickly on trying to even keep up with what she was saying had to be done to figure out. <laughs> like, I, I have no, I, like Rob said, it might as well have been in Japanese. Don't say it. <laughs> I'm having a tough time not saying it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it, dude. Nobody say it. <laughs> Somebody say it. Nobody say it. It's gonna get bleeped anyway. God damn it. Leave me alone. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I got the basic gist of it. Like she was doing something and those were giving her coordinates as to right. where they were in the cube. That's all I needed to know. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I how she did it, I don't care. You know, it's magic or math or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I agree with I I, I understand that. I'm not saying we needed to fully understand. I'm not knocking them for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. But I'm just saying with something already confusing, you know, like it's it just it threw me off slightly because it's like, all right, I don't know what exactly went wrong. So I was like, I don't know how the hell they're going to figure out how to fix it. And that's where I was with, with that whole situation. Yeah. I mean, my solution to that is just let the smart girl fix it. <laughs> that's what I would have did. Yeah. I think we should do an escape room together. The three of us and a math person. I've always <laughs> wanted to do one of those, but I never have. I will say, if they had a cube themed, it, it doesn't have to be cube themed, but if they had an escape room that was inside of the set for cube, like that would be amazing. Well, the set for cube was just one cube. We can get out of that pretty easily. <laughs> in well, an escape room, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the guy pissing in the corner because there's no way I'm figuring <laughs> any of that out. I've always wanted to do an escape room, but um, yeah, I, I've never done one. It I almost like did one twice, but the lines were absurd. So I went to a bar and got drunk. This that was my escape yeah. room. <laughs> hey, we should all do that together. Uh, yeah, that that's not. Uh, like, that'll work. <laughs> I feel like it would just be me and Rob like standing around watching Cat do everything and figure everything out. Is how it would go. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. It, it, you know, it's kind of cool, too, because, yeah, it does have that escape room aspect, you know, now that we know we have those years and years later. But, you know, yeah, looking at that at it that way is kind of cool, too. Look at that. This movie gave us Saw and Escape Room. It was so far ahead of its time. The two best things in life, <laughs> Saw and Escape Rooms. <laughs> you have no idea how, how much <laughs> me finding out this is a Canadian film dropped it for me. Like, you really don't. No which is funny because you murders. love Jason Takes Manhattan, which was filmed in Canada. I, I, oh, don't remind me of that. Come on. <laughs> they took your beloved city and they were like, nah, we'll just do it in Vancouver. It's the same. Disgusted. I'll never forgive that franchise for that. But still, it was an entertaining movie. Some guys walking around on set eating a bunch of poutine. Yeah, saying A. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Poutine's fantastic, by the way. I don't know. My Bloody Valentine was another one. It broke my heart when I found out that was a Canadian film. Yeah, I don't know how you could watch that movie and not know it was a Canadian film. It is the most Canadian film of all films. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not very observant, Rob. All right. 
and the accents alone and all the moosehead bottles and signs. Again, not very observant. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, that broke my heart. The, uh, I don't know, man. It it had a... It, see, they did a good job with as far as the budget, even though they didn't, you know, you guys pointed out, it didn't really have, a, have to waste it on sets or anything exactly. So uh, they played it smart. I'll give them that. Cat uh, had mentioned the effects look great. They did the the practical effects on the damage and everything. They look great. Um, I feel like the spikes and stuff were a little underwhelming. The spikes? Yeah, like all the you know the shit that popped out and like the soundproof oh. thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. The um, they didn't. I, that was another effect I didn't think looked great. That's that's true with like any any kind of digital effect though like it's not gonna age well true because like look at hellraiser the practical effects perfect right the lightning yeah although uh, that cgi knife in scream 4 still looks good <laughs> you all know <laughs> son of a bitch it looks so real they could have almost used a real knife <laughs> you know by the way not, not to go off on a scream 4 thing but i know i seen somewhere for, i forget where I don't know if it was a trailer. I think it was a trailer. There was part of a trailer where the blade for the knife was missing. Because I guess they didn't add it into the trailer because it was a part oh, of the yeah? CGI. Yeah, so... Uh, but I did see where... I The CGI knife was cool. All right? Because I did look... It's dumb. No, it's not dumb. I looked, why, spend, why spend $20 on a prop knife when we can spend 5000 on CGI? <laughs> because I looked into it after the fact. You think I would have did it before. It, it looks way cooler, all right? It's shinier. It, it, it's, it's cooler, okay? I, I stand by the, the CGI knife. I hate that knife. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that knife as much as you hated the knife. And the I was just going to ask oh, which, which knife is worse. Oh, did see if they had a fucking CGI knife, there wouldn't have been a problem. I wouldn't have had to go <laughs> off about it for fucking twenty minutes. Anyway, uh, um, I'm not I'm not gonna knock them the them on it too much with the spikes because I did kind of think it was by design for them because it it was there were a lot of parts of this movie where it was very sleek, you know, like the cube is very uh uh I don't know I guess neat is a good word. It, it's a very sleek look to a lot of stuff. So I do think maybe that was the design that they were going for. We're very thin blades and, you know, st- I could see that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to take them down too much. for. Yeah, I, that was I see like to me that sequence with the the quiet room or whatever, the room that was um, sound activated uh, was the perfect example of why this movie was is so awesome. Like it, it's just so tense while they're all trying to make their way through that room. Like they know they can get through if they can be quiet enough to not activate the trap. And it's just so tense watching them go through. It's one of those things too, where it's like, it's, it's got a simple enough premise, you know, they, they did. And it's got like really interesting deaths and stuff and they could have left it at that, but there were like, and again, uh, coming into this one really early in my horror movie career, there was just a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen yet. But this was like uh, having that moral dilemma in there where Holloway really wants to take Kazan and you know that Kazan is probably going to be the loudest in the room, you know? Yeah. 
and that like that argument for not losing your humanity in a in a trap like that you know it's they took that extra step and they had dilemmas like that and you know they i i'm not going to say they executed it perfectly every time but i like that they made the effort to make this just like a little bit more complex than like oh hey we have this really cool set and a drawing board of cool ways to kill people on screen you know right yeah and they, and they did do a good job with with illustrating that too like um uh, they were saying levin was saying we'll come back for him we'll let's we'll get out and we'll get help and we'll come back for him and holloway's like no you know that's not true we're not, you know but it, she was trying to make herself feel better about leaving him behind yeah let's let's talk about that that, that whole thing for a minute because you guys really are not gonna like me i didn't feel like that the the silence cube was tense enough what yeah i i don't if, if i get it the situation yeah i i, I fully understand it was cool it was, I, that was one of the parts of the movie that i liked i feel like it, it could have been a little I, I don't know what it was missing so it's like hard for me to really uh go on about it but it just felt like something was missing to me. You're giving me a headache. Do you understand things? I un- I do understand most things. I don't know. Right. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it just if I was watching it, it's and I I was like, okay, this is really cool premise here. Let's see how they do it. And I don't know. It's just something about it that was missing something. See, that made me so tense because it's like. You know that it's sound activated. You don't know what decibel activates right. it. Right. You know, doors are programmed not to activate it, but like you don't know if the sound of like because they had to swing from bar to bar, and it's like you don't even know if that sound is gonna be enough to just skewer someone. And you've already seen a guy fall to cubes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the 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 yeah, and and like Cat said, you've got Kazan there. Right. You know, you never know when he's just going to blurt something out. I I think the fact that, like, if, because if they had gotten skewered, I think the effects would have been very similar to that for, to that opening sequence. But it's like, they show us that right off the bat, and then they got us all emotionally, the, the timing of the silence room, I think, is really important, because they had gotten us kind of emotionally invested in whoever you find yourself emotionally invested in uh, which is something i want to cycle back around to because i think they have like an interesting cast where it's like wh- whoever you're rooting for there are different people that you could root for in this movie but it's like i i do think it's really interesting they get you kind of invested they have this moral dilemma you know you can see that they're at ends with each other but they're like compromising and then it's like the stakes have just literally been raised and then you're like, you might see it again. You might see another one of these like skewered from multiple directions death where there's just nothing left but pieces of person at the bottom of one of these cubes. But this time, you know, whoever's going to get caught in there, you know? Yeah. And watching Holloway go like back in to the room after she had gotten out so she could get Kazan was like, I don't know. It was very tense for me. Yeah, I thought so, too. Would you guys have taken Kazan with you? Well, I wouldn't have gone. I would have. <laughs> I would have just been like, "No, we're not that stupid. I'm not going through that room. I'll find another way around." So it wouldn't have been a, a matter for me. But what if you had to? Would you have taken him, Rob, or would you have left his ass? You gotta take him. 
I really like to think that I'm the kind of person that would have <laughs> taken him. And that's it's one it's one of the reasons why I like movies like this is because it's it's an interesting thought experiment because it's it's really easy to be like I a hundred percent agreed with Holloway. Um, I liked Holloway more as a kid than I do as an adult, which is kind of a weird realization. <laughs> but like I couldn't imagine, you know, like not taking him, not wanting to take him. But then it's like you don't really know what you do in a situation like that until you're in a situation like that you know yeah yeah uh not only would i have not taken his ass <laughs> i would have felt bad about not doing it but not only would i have not taken him i would have put him in a whole nother fucking cube before we even went and tried that shit that's what i would have <laughs> i would have made sure the other cube was was safe first i would have did that and i put his ass in that cube and then we'd go down on the other one I would have felt terrible. It would have weighed on me. I'd have lost sleep over it. But you know what, man? That was a balls. Of, like, you just don't know. And he was the wild card factor in it. And yeah, that was that was a nice little moment. All right. Well, now I know who I can count on in a tight situation. <laughs> they don't even know him. You know, it's, uh, turned out I would have fucked myself because he was there saving grace in the end. But, you know, yeah, see. Um, the the cops turn was kind of cool too you know like yeah it was slow you know you can kind of tell he he was an asshole but then it's like you know you think he mentioned he wants his kids and he's got all this stuff so it's like maybe he's just hell-bent on surviving and they just turns full-blown asshole and that was kind of cool that yeah. that was one of like my first movie betrayals also because it was like i was so relieved uh, when Holloway got when when she reached him and when she got up there and then he just drops her and it's like oh my god that was intentional he yeah. he killed her yeah well they had the scene before that where he, he they get into it and he slaps her and so you could start to see you know she was getting to oh. him and then he had the chance to get rid of her and I think when he finally did it then after that it was just you know he was completely off the rails. He knew he was going to be in control. And that was something that was really chilling. I, I don't think I had ever, there's so much stuff to get uh, caught up on, on Cube. Uh, it's just like, there's a lot of stuff to pay attention to. But this last rewatch, I don't think I'd ever realized like just how chilling Quentin is as a character because she calls him out on a bunch of stuff, you know, and he's, I had always kind of either, I had never put it together or I didn't remember uh, just what an asshole Quentin really is. Because <laughs> it was like, she calls him out on all of this stuff. Um, and she suggests that he like hits his wife and his kids, you know, and he gets like really mad and defensive about it. But then when he's really lost it later on, he says, there's a line in there where he's like, she was spying on me. She knew. And it's yeah. like, what did she know? Oh my God. Like the implications mm -hmm. of that one line are like really chilling when you, I, I don't think I'd ever realized that before. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's like, a good point. He's scary. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I did not care for him. No, nah, he was a, at first I was, and like I said, he annoyed me from the beginning, but I, I tried to like him a little. Cause I'm like, all right, you know, he's hell bent on getting everyone out of here and, at least he's trying, you know, I'll give it that. But yeah, he he his turn eventually happened and 
it, it was it it definitely helped the the whole plot of the movie. I'll give it you know it it definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you guys know that the characters were all named after prisons? Oh my God. No. Yeah. Like you had. Well, you have Lev Levin, and then you have Worth, and Quentin is named after Sam Quentin or San Quentin. Sorry. Um, now I couldn't figure out Rin or Kazan or Holloway though. I don't know what prisons those are, but I had read that somewhere that all the characters were named after prisons. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't look that much into this movie. <laughs> Ren, uh, Ren prison is a women's prison in France. No, yeah, well, that maybe explains why I'd never heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know Holloway, Kazan. I don't know where those came from, but I did pick up on Leavenworth and uh, San Quentin. I don't know what else you guys have to say about this, but just that you know, it's, it's a awesome. Great movie. <laughs> if you say so, let's portnoy it so I can really end our friendships. <laughs> All right, who's going first? Rob. Eight point three. Whoa, whoa, okay. Hold on. now you're fucking with me. There's no way. There's no Mine's way. gonna be higher. What? So That's what it is. Just... Are you guys serious? That's what it is. It's an eight point three. It's a great movie. This has to be I a love troll this movie. You're to gonna be. be so mad at me. Mine is like an and because I've thought about this before. I, I've thought about port noise for like all of my, my top tier movies, which I consider cube. Uh it is an even nine for me. I feel bad. <laughs> I, the, I, I honestly think because you guys both were like, like, "Oh, let's do cubed," and all you, you like rallied immediately for doing cube on last week's episode. <laughs> I feel like once it was mentioned and we got done and done recording and everything, you guys messaged each other. They're fucking like, "There's <laughs> no way." Are you guys really that high on this? This is one of the one of the most solid horror movies ever. Seriously, like top twenty horror films of all I don't, time for me. I don't know if I would put it top twenty, but it's it's up there. Like this is a, a go to <laughs> movie when when people ask me about movies that uh, you know uh, aren't well known uh, horror movies that that they should check out. This is always one of the ones that I mention, and people like universally love this movie like i've never you're the first person i've ever heard say anything bad about it yeah i have friends who have gotten into into like genre films because i've sat them down and made them watch cube which is something i do regularly to people in my life that's something else you can do with that man you pick up at the bus station you, <laughs> oh my god cube and saw yeah yeah and then you can propose <laughs> yeah. all right you guys ready to hear this? No, I'm gonna be mad. You're gonna be I, mad. See, we were we were talking about Cube. I just wanna. I thought when we when I pitched Cube, I thought that we were gonna be able to talk about the fun deaths. I thought this was gonna be a bonding experience. I thought we were going to continue building off of when we had the top three rankings and Hatchet the same. I thought we were going in like a nice progression. And now now I'm just gonna be mad at you. I couldn't fathom that any of us would would not like it. Well, someone dropped a clutch and you turn that. Ba- it's bad. It's bad cat. And I feel bad. I really do. I just want to I want to I want to prefix this by saying this is not me being an asshole. This is not me being bitter over screen 4. This is in no way me trying to 
poke at anybody. This is a genuine rating, and I mean no harm by this. <laughs> I give it like a like a three point eight. No, come on. That's so much worse than I thought I was gonna <laughs> Dead be. Serious, I was like, guys. I was ramping myself up to not yell at you for four. <laughs> And it didn't even make no. sense. Mom, you have my permission to swear in your next voicemail on air. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. <with you. laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculously low for this I'm movie. I'm serious. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand you. I don't. I think, <laughs> like, your brain's not wired right or something. I, I don't know. I don't understand how you guys have this so fucking high. I really don't. Uh, are you sure you watched the right movie? I still think you guys are fucking with me. Like, I'm waiting for the punchline. No bullshit. Like, I'm waiting for you to say, yeah, no, this was No, man, I'm, I'm dead serious. I've always loved this movie. Nine and an eight point something. And you had the balls to fucking... I, I don't even know. I, I don't know. By the way, is anybody keeping a record of all these port noise? No. Okay. No. Although I should do that. Should be- I? You know what? Let's start with this one. Hang on. I want to open a Google <laughs> Doc. What a better time to start. That would be an interesting thing for the website, like an ongoing Portnoy. Portnoy. Davey Portnoy from Barstool might get mad at us, but fuck him. I changed the name anyway. Isn't that guy kind of an asshole? Oh my god. I just, on things that Kat didn't know about one of her all-time favorite movies, I just put together that this is the same director who did In the Tall Grass. That makes so much sense. All, he did it in the tall grass. In yeah, he did. That Netflix movie, the that was based off of the uh, the Joe the Stephen Hill. King thing. Yeah, I didn't know he did that. I know he did Splice. Yeah, I. It's so weird. Like I knew, I knew separately in my head that he had done Cube and In the Tall Grass, but I hadn't like connected it until just yeah. now. I I didn't know that he did it in the Tall Grass. I I that was okay. I, I didn't hate it. It really impressed me, but only because I, the short story was written by like my all time favorite author. And I was like, there's no way they could do that in a movie. And not only did they, but they really doubled down on it. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Wait, well. Who wrote it? Was I thought it was Stephen King. Is it not? No, uh, Joe Hill, his son. Oh, his son. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a good movie. Uh, I didn't like Splice. That one. Splice was, not was good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you put that on the website, Mikey, that might be a good page to also put notes about my sock collection. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I feel like you could post your own sock collection. I mean, I could try, but I'm not real good with web stuff, so I might crash the entire <laughs> site. I don't know. No, I think we're good without uh, without your sock collection listed. Uh, well, or I could just make YouTube videos if you want to just send me that info. <laughs> I, I think that's more for your private YouTube. We wouldn't want to monetize <laughs> off of your sock collection, Rob. That would bring in way too many hits. <sighs> no respect around this dump. Uh, once, uh, we're at 170 now, 172. All right, uh, Rob, you had a 8.3 for this? Yeah. Kat, you had a, a 9? Even 9, yeah. Okay, and I had, what was it, a 4.6? It uh, was 3. a 3.6. 6, yeah. I got oh, so much. I'm going to yeah. drop that down to a 3.6 right now. Terrible. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it was almost up to a 4.8. Nope. Nope. Well, there we go. The port noise are now logged. 
My OCD is going to make me go back to at least when Kat joined the show to get the rest of the point noise. So thank you very much for that, guys. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And uh, well, I had to put that. Cabin in the Woods down as a 10 while you're at it. Are you fucking... First 10 that I ever gave a movie, Cabin in the Woods, and that was... It all clicked in. I was like, this is going to be my favorite movie for the rest of my life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what's the... All right, so what if we average those together what's the what the overall score you're gonna make me average things hold on what do i look like the girl from the fucking movie Rob? yeah I, i'm not making you figure xyz coordinates you might as well be right now it's three o'clock in the morning what do i add it up and divide by three right yeah okay. yes <laughs> a 6.9 i really brought that fucker down son of a bitch. it's under a seven because of me yes Moving it up to a 10, just to- <laughs> <laughs> So what's the, uh, now what we have to determine is what the cutoff will be for like a uh, slasher radio approved movie. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. How yeah, like Rotten okay. Tomatoes has movies that are certified fresh. So here's the thing is it's going to have to be pretty low just because there's always one of us that's going to tank the ratings. Yeah. And I know I'm that person sometimes. Oh. You know what else? <laughs> this might be a conversation we should have after the show. Yeah. This is an yeah. on-air <laughs> meeting. Although, I do think that I've just given the lowest score we've given, I believe. Yeah, on Cube. On oh, Cube. Sorry. Yeah, a movie that everyone loves. I, I've never heard of it before you guys mentioned it. And I, I want to just say, especially if uh, Mrs. Cat's mom is listening, I truly do feel bad about this. Like, I honestly feel, I do feel terrible. I, Call I her just, by her name. It's Mrs. Valor. No, <laughs> Mrs. Cat's mom is so much more fun. It's actually Mrs. Lachance. See, Rob, you bastard. You didn't get a name right. Shame on you. My family has all the French names. Wow. Yeah, you are extremely French. Uh, oh, are you French Canadian, Cat? French Canadian. Oh, God. That's why I like Cube. It's why I like Martyrs. <laughs> it's why I'm the only person in the world that liked High Tension. Oh, boy. Yeah, don't listen to that episode either. I, I didn't. I yeah. intentionally did not. Do not. Me and Dis- <laughs> seen it. No bullshit. Me and Dismay, like, actually argued after that. Like, she was so pissed off. Like, it was bad. Yeah. Don't listen to that one. I shit all over that thing, too. I'm sorry, Cat. I feel bad. I feel like I need yeah. to buy Cat something. Like I really do feel bad about this. She likes coffee. Yeah, clearly. I like coffee. Uh, there's a new Robert England mug. <laughs> I would shit. love one of our t-shirts in a women's purple. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Damn. Oh, man. Well. She likes coffee and men from the yeah. bus station. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Do you guys hate me? I'm I mean, mad, but I don't I don't hate you. Thank you. My opinion of you hasn't changed since the episode started. I'll just leave it at that. Wow. That, that says a lot. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, don't worry, Rob, because this coming Sunday, I think I'll get you to hate me. You I'll, son of a bitch. I'll change that opinion. Don't you worry. You anyway, son. thanks for sitting with us for the last episode of Slasher Radio, <laughs> yeah. guys. We're gonna have a, a death match eventually. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, do, do you guys have anything else to say about this? I don't think so. All right. No, I don't think so. Uh, well, this was an eventful show, guys. It was something. Yeah, we finally got to hear from Cat's mom. I think I made everybody hate me, so a lot was accomplished. Huh? Um, be sure to go check us out at Slash Radio, guys, uh, at SlashRadio.com. 
Follow us on Twitter at Slasher Radio. You follow me at Mikey's Dad. Also, if you want to check out my appearance on the Geeked Out podcast, I made a little uh, a little appearance on that. So by the time you are listening to this show, you can go hear my opinions. We talked, uh, shit, what the hell did we talk about? I just recorded this today, too. That's a shame. Uh, oh, what, what has and has not changed in horror. So it was actually a pretty cool conversation. You can check them out at Geeked Out Pod. And Rob, where are they finding you? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob one two three, and you can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, which you can catch wherever you get Slasher Radio. I'm gonna be on that bitch too. And also on SlasherRadio.com now, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that a done deal? Is that happening? Uh, yeah, it is. I does it work? I don't know. It 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 works. I okay. Failed to give Ghost the correct information to log in, but it 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 does work. It does work. Okay. So by the time you're hearing this, you will be able to uh, hear all of the This Horror Life episodes on SlasherRadio.com, including my upcoming appearance on This Horror Life, where we are talking Psycho remake and original. Can't wait for it. Thank you uh, for not doing that on this show. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Kat. We will eventually get to it. Uh, are you going to do that to Rob twice? Oh, yeah. Oh, I still have to watch that movie. Oh, my God. Don't forget, you watch Freddy's Dead for no reason, too. Was, uh, I know, was... yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Cat, where, where are they finding you? <laughs> on Twitter, at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. That is right. And uh, that's it, guys, for this week. Come check us out next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. And don't forget, guys, the pool cleaner was outside of the pool. Motherfucker. Rob. All the best with Flasher Radio Podcast. Come on. <laughs> Why? Outside of the pool. <laughs> so, okay, we we the episode's done. Were you guys fucking with me? No. No. Damn. I'm dead serious. It's a great movie. <sighs> I'll never comprehend, honestly. Seriously, this movie changed my life. I because again, I had already been watching horror movies, but this was like the movie where it clicked that this was a thing I wanted to do. And from this point on in my childhood, I was always like, when we went to rent movies, when I was trying to figure out what I was allowed to watch, like it was always scary stuff from this point forward. I, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> it's a good movie. I didn't see it. I did I not see it. it. I feel, I, I also- genuinely feel bad. I really do. Kat. You should. <laughs> I do. I really do. You should feel bad for me, too. No, I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> this movie didn't change your life. No, I feel, I feel terrible. Yeah. Damn. Oh, good. Now I gotta go and get all these fucking port noise. <laughs> also, you need to tell Geeked Out 
but they should have me on. If, if it's a geek podcast. Yeah. I'll, why did they not ask the Dungeons and Dragons? To be fair, I found that out when we were done recording, <laughs> and I, I did tell them that. Is it a horror podcast or just about <laughs> geeky stuff? Just about geeky stuff. Oh, I yeah. speak High Valyrian. Why? I don't even know what that is. Game of Thrones? Oh. Huh? The language of dragons? Come on. <laughs> Do you really know how to speak that? Yeah. Holy shit. You, you, you. <laughs> Damn. Zodrizi Buzdari Kostos Daor. She just told us to go fuck ourselves, Rob. I know. <laughs> God damn it. What'd you say? It's one of the most famous quotes from, from I almost said from Dungeons and Dragons, from Game of Thrones. Oh. A dragon is not a slave. Oh. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Geeks. We like geeks. Fuck. <laughs> Speak about, damn it. I forgot to bring that up. This is getting brought up on Sunday. God damn it. I watched Shape of Water, Rob. That is not a horror movie. It is a horror movie. No, it's not. I, and and that right there is a 10. I, I will say this. I enjoyed it very much. I didn't. Of course you did, because it's a fucking amazing movie. I, I was hoping to hate it, and I can't even I can't even shit on, on it like that. I can't. It was very good. Nowhere near. Like, your Creature of the Black Lagoon reference last week, or whenever it was, no way. No way. Same story. Nope. That was a way darker movie than this. Nope. Nope. This is just as scary as any of those Universal Monster movies. It's a horror movie. Scary where? Not. There's a. Where where was the scary? When they fill the bathroom with water to fuck? Where was the scary at all? (laughs) I think the scary was when she was pantomiming, like, how his dick worked. (laughs) That scared me. Oh, you guys. You just don't get it, I guess. I don't know. I do actually. I really like Shape of Water, but I would not consider it a horror movie. It's on on my list of, like, top five romances. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a horror movie at all. It's like a. Now, first of all, there's no way that my favorite movie of all time is a romance. It absolutely is. And, yeah, it's uh, a love story. Yeah, it's a brilliant movie. It's a chick flick, practical, and, and it's a horror <laughs> movie. Mm, it's a mystery, maybe kind of, but it's definitely a romance. No. Nope. Damn, it, I forgot the, to bring that up. It's a. I mean, I I get why you guys are confused because it's a little bit of everything, which is one of the reasons I love it so much. Um, there are scenes where it's like an espionage movie. It's okay the, to like there are romance scenes, movies. There are scenes where there's like a heist movie. There is the love story. There's also the, I mean, there's a musical number. Yeah, the fuck? There's a, it's just a bit of everything. I, I love it. Not a horror movie. Mm-mm. All right, well, look, you, can, you can be wrong about this and Cube. That's fine. Unbelievable. Because now I got to go find it, find out what the fuck you said about me. Well, I'm sure it'll, I'll be retweeting it. Uh, it, it. Rubber came up, so. Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. You can see where that goes. Uh, he didn't agree, so I kind of like the guy. Oh, yeah, he can go straight to hell, that guy. Aww. Hope his show crashes and burns. Well, well, now that I was on it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a sign of a healthy show. Says the guy having me on his fucking show this weekend. <laughs> hey, that wasn't my idea. I can guarantee you that. You enjoy my company. Nothing about Sunday was my idea. Hey, man, I'm on. I'm I. I wipe my feet at the door, and I'm very nice when I'm on your show. Uh, uh-huh. Speaking of pissing off Rob and uh, having people yes. on shows, uh, I 
have a I gave Ghost a standing invitation to come back me up on Hereditary when we talk about it. So Oh boy. Yeah, but you guys <laughs> just don't know anything. It's all right. <laughs> I know quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh 